What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. Six years ago, I was involved in a drive-by shooting from one of my neighbors and it completely transformed my life forever and never left me the same. So Taylor and I both got married six years ago. And when we got married was right when I was about to start medical school. And so I started medical school at USC and obviously being newlyweds, we were living on like a serious budget, right? So we moved up to LA and we knew moving up to LA, we wanted something that was not only affordable, but also safe for both of us. And we moved to a city that was notoriously really safe. And so the city that we've heard from the reputation of the city, if I told you what the city was, you'd be like, yeah, that's a safe city. Little did we know there are some certain areas within the city, certain pockets this is how it goes for a lot of cities, but we didn't know this about this city, certain areas within the city that were not as safe as the rest of the city. And so when we moved to LA and I started medical school, we moved to one of those notoriously not so safe areas within the city. And so we actually noticed that this area we moved to was not as safe as we had thought a few weeks or a few months in, we were noticing some extracurricular activities, if you know what I mean. And so Taylor and I were like, all right, we got to be super safe. We got to be super careful being in this area because it's not something we're used to. For myself, I've been exposed to extracurricular activities, you know, being an EMT, like growing up. And that was my background before I even went to medical school in the first place. So I worked as an EMT. So I've seen a lot of things going up to this level. Right. And so I've seen car accidents. I've seen people die. I've seen babies die. Like I've seen a lot. I've been exposed to a lot up until this point. And so we knew like we had to have that level of awareness moving to the city. Two months into me going to school, it was a Thursday night. And this was the night that completely changed everything for not only for our marriage, but also like for our perspective on the world. And so it was a Thursday night around 8.30 p.m. I'll never forget the day. And I was sitting there studying, getting ready for a test the next day. And Taylor's watching TV as I'm studying. And we hear what she thought was bottle rockets. And she's like, was that bottle rockets or fireworks? And she's never heard gunshots. I personally have had, heard gunshots multiple times in the past. And so we heard, heard a multiple pops that she thought were fireworks or bottle rockets. And I was like, no, I don't think that's fireworks. I don't think that's bottle rockets. I think that was literally a gunshot. And she's like, a gunshot? What, what do you mean? And then after that, we heard car screeching and wheels you know a, a car like quickly speeding away and obviously both of us went directly to the worst case scenario we're like oh my goodness i think someone just got shot and then after we hear the car screeching away we then hear screeches and people screaming we're like this is real this is happening right now like someone just got shot like what are we gonna do and i'm sitting there studying and like i said before i'd worked as an emt in the past and so I had experience and I would, I know what to do in these type of situations, but first instinct, you're like, 
it's not on me. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm just going to stay in the house and call 911, right? You're not going to go out there and go see what's going on. It's going to be dangerous. But I remember my wife looked at me in that moment. And she's like, Trent, you have to do something. I'm like, what do you mean I have to do something? Like, I'm just going to call 911. Like, that's what I'm going to do, right? Like, I'm not going to go out there and get involved. And she continued to look at me and she's like, Trent, you need to do something. You need to go out there. And the truth is, like, I knew that I could help. And I knew that, yes, I probably could do something, but I was afraid. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't know what I was going to walk into. I didn't know what was out there. I didn't know if there's still an active shooter out on the street. I didn't know if this person was literally, like, shot in the head or, like, something happened, like, very traumatic that I didn't want to see. I had fear going into there, even though I was equipped to be able to handle a situation like that. But she spoke it into me. And I remember in that moment, like, I'm like, I need to step up. I need to make this happen and go out there. And so I went out there literally terrified. I cannot even tell you how scared I was going into that scene. So I walk out of the house. I walk um, around the block, literally three, literally three houses down. That's how close it was to us. And I see this man laying in the middle of the street with multiple people around him. And just with multiple gunshots to his abdomen, to his stomach. And I'm like, hey, I can help. What do you guys need? Obviously, no one there knew what to do. There were a lot of them were in shock and in panic. And they're like, he's been shot. What do we do? And I remember the first thing I did was I went up to him. I got some towels. I put pressure on his stomach, tried to help his stomach out, help the bleeding. And I remember I pretty much cared for him for about, I think it was about four to five minutes until the ambulance showed up. And, you know, praise God, he was able to survive after taking multiple gunshots to the stomach. And they ended up finding the guy, you know, a day later. But the amount of, like, gratitude and appreciation the family had for me after that moment was, was like, really overwhelming. You know, I lived in the neighborhood. I had just moved in. And who knows what would have happened if I wouldn't have stepped in and taken action. And that moment, not only, like... The aftermath of that moment was really difficult because, like I said before, I had been exposed to things like that because I had worked as an EMT before. So it didn't, yes, it shook me up because it was in my own neighborhood, but really it shook up Taylor, my wife, even more, you know, because she had never been exposed to anything like this. And it was a really, really difficult few months after that experience. And so we were actually able to feel comfortable in that neighborhood. And we moved out of the neighborhood once our year lease was up. We moved out as soon as we could, but there's really three key things that I took away from that moment that taught me about manhood. And I want to share with you the three things that I learned from having to step out of my comfort zone, step through my fear and take action in that moment. The first thing is it's your responsibility to take action. It's your responsibility to take action. When the individual was shot laying in the street and I was well-equipped to be able to handle that. But my first thought, my first instinct was not go out there and be and like save the day, right? It wasn't that at all. It was to call 911, which of course we did, but like I was afraid and I thought it was someone else's responsibility. And it took my wife having to like really call it out at me like, Trent, this is your responsibility to take action. This is called bystander syndrome where there's a bunch of people around and everyone point, points a finger like it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. It is not someone else's responsibility to make a change. It's yours. It's your responsibility. 
It's your responsibility to change your family's generational line of health. It's your responsibility to get your family out of debt, to break the generational curse of money struggles in your family. It's your responsibility to change the trajectory of your life. Like it's your responsibility. It's no one else's responsibility in what happens in your life. So often as men, we point the responsibility and we put the finger to someone else. It's on you, whether you like it or not. The outcomes that we have in life are on us. That was something I had to learn. I was well equipped to do something and I felt afraid. So I hesitated for a second and didn't do anything, but I stepped in anyways. It was my responsibility. The second thing is how many people around you are struggling with things that you have no idea about? I moved into this neighborhood and I had no idea that there was gangs there. I had no idea that there was violence there. I had no idea that there was drugs there. I had no idea. I really didn't. But the thing that I learned from this moment was like, how many people do you encounter on a day-to-day basis that are struggling with something? This goes back to the responsibility factor. Like it's your responsibility to lead by example. And I just think about the amount of people that I've crossed in my life that are struggling, that, that need what I have, that need what you have, right? People that are struggling with addictions, people that are struggling with their mindsets, people that are struggling with their body, people that are struggling with relationships. How many people do you encounter on a day-to-day basis that are struggling with things that you've actually overcome in your life? How many people? And then the third thing is you can feel one way and act a completely different way. This might be the most important one. You can feel scared and still take action. You could be doubtful and still move forward. You could be unmotivated and still walk out in discipline. Just because you feel a certain way, like I felt in that moment, I felt scared, I felt terrified, like I was literally shaking in my core about going outside of my door and what I could find. But helping this individual that was laying in my street, my neighbor shot with multiple gunshots to his abdomen. I was terrified, terrified. Still am thinking about it, like if I'm being real but I took action anyways. How many of us get stuck in our feelings and we allow our feelings to dictate our actions? We allow our feelings of wanting to sleep in dictate on what time we wake up. We allow our feelings and our cravings for food dictate what we actually eat. You could crave McDonald's and still eat a chicken salad. Like just because you crave something doesn't mean you have to eat it. Just because you don't feel like working out doesn't mean you have to skip the gym. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean you have to act that way. I'm telling you, this changes everything. Stop allowing the way you feel to dictate how you live your life and the actions that you take. Because oftentimes, those feelings will always be there. If you're taking a risk and starting a side hustle or a business, you're going to feel afraid at times, a lot of the times. I still have fear. I still have doubts in my business. But I take action anyways. When you start to work out, you start your fitness journey, you're still going to crave old foods. I still crave ice cream. I still crave sweets. That doesn't mean I eat them. Stop expecting your feelings to change and start expecting your actions to change. If you want to change your outcomes, you need to change your actions, not your feelings. Huge difference. Change the way that you act, 
not the way that you feel. And then eventually the way that you feel will align with the way that you act. And that's how your life's going to change and the trajectory. So the three lessons I learned about manhood from seeing my neighbor get shot was number one, it's your responsibility to take action. You are the man that needs to step up and lead by example. Number two, how many people around you are struggling with things that you've overcome or things that you need to overcome that actually needs your help? And then number three, you can feel a certain way and still take action a certain way. I hope you got some value from today. If you did, let me know. Let's get it. I'll see you on the next training. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at TrizzlemanFitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.